Hi, I'm Jeff Hendrickson, and welcome to the Sage Warrior Gentleman Podcast, where we explore the three facets of the modern mature man and discuss leadership, chivalry, and style so that you can continue to bring your best to the world. Through interviews with men from all walks of life, some I've known and worked with in various industries over the years, you'll learn some valuable lessons about modern men and their struggles and triumphs. Okay, welcome back. This is Jeff, and here we go with part two on metaphysics from philosophybasics.com. We're going to start off with mind and matter for this episode and see how far we get. All right, here we go. Early debates on the nature of matter centered on identifying a single underlying principle, monism. Water was claimed by Thales, air by, sorry, one of these names again, Anaximenes, uh, A-N-A-X-I-M-E-N-E-S. Maybe I should learn how to pronounce these <laughs> names from now on. Perion, meaning the unidentified infinite, by Anaximander, and fire by Heraclitus. Democritus conceived an atomic theory, atomism, many centuries before it was accepted by modern science. The nature of the mind and its relation to the body has also exercised the best brains for millennia. There is a large overlap here with philosophy of mind, which is the branch of philosophy that studies the nature of the mind, mental events, mental functions, mental properties, and consciousness, and their relationship to the physical body. In the 17th century, Descartes proposed a dualist solution called substance dualism, or Cartesian dualism, whereby the mind and body are totally separate and different. The mental does not have extension in space, and the material cannot think. Hmm. Idealists like Bishop George Berkeley and the German Idealist School claim that material objects do not exist unless perceived. Idealism is essentially a monist rather than dualist theory, and that there is a singular universal substance or principle. Baruch Spinoza and Bertrand Russell both adopted, in different ways, a dual aspect theory called neutral monism, which claims that existence consists of a single subject which in itself is neither mental nor physical, but is capable of mental and physical aspects or attributes. In the last century, science, particularly atomic theory, evolution, computer technology, and neuroscience has demonstrated many ways in which mind and brain interact in a physical way, but the exact nature of the relationship is still open to debate. The dominant metaphysics in the 20th century has therefore been various versions of physicalism or materialism. A modest solution which explains matter and mind is mere aspects of each other or derivatives of a neutral substance. All right, so next section, objects and their properties. The world contains many individual things, objects or particulars, both physical and abstract. And what these things have in common with each other are called universals or properties. Metaphysicians are interested in the nature of objects and their properties and the relationship between the two. And here it says, see the sections on realism and nominalism. Not going to go there right now, though. 
The problem of universals arises when people start to consider in what sense it is possible for a property to exist in more than one place at the same time, e.g. a red car or a red rose. It seems clear that there are many red things, for example, but is there an existing property of redness? And if there is such a thing as redness, what kind of thing is it? And then here there's a note. See the section on realism for a further discussion of this. Any object or entity is the sum of its parts. See holism. The identity of an entity composed of other entities can be explained by reference to the identity of the building blocks and how they are interacting. A house can be explained by reference to the wood, metal, and glass that are combined in that particular way to form the house or it could be explained in terms of atoms that form it. And here it says, see the sections on atomism and reductionism. So we are right at about five minutes here for this one. Uh, next up on uh, tomorrow will be identity and change. So thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate you uh, coming and listening to this. I'm, I'm learning a lot as I do this, and it was kind of part of my idea. It's how I would actually learn a little bit more about philosophy, which, which has always fascinated me. So uh, have a good one, and I will see you later. This is Jeff. Bye-bye. So thanks for joining us for this episode of the Sage Warrior Gentleman podcast. And remember that you can join us and get a free guide over at sagewarriorgentleman.com. We'd love to have you join our conversation, and please help us spread the word if you feel this could help someone you know and care about.